Yeah, man. Let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everyone to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bowes, and uh, that is not Maddie G sitting across from us. What? <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a special guest co-host today. Her name's Kelly. Kelly, how are you doing today? Good. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Uh, very, very happy to have you. Um, you're you're hanging in. You're doing well with all this COVID situation. Yeah, so far, so good. My uh, significant other kind of drives me crazy sometimes. And, you know, I've got the the kids at home and they're bored waiting to go back to school. We are a family that are sending the kids back. So we'll see how that goes uh, until they become smart enough to realize if they just sneeze or cough (laughs) or say they're not feeling well, they're home again for two weeks. But uh, other than that, yeah, we've been really fortunate where uh, COVID hasn't uh, harmed or impacted uh, my family or extended family. So very fortunate because I know not everybody has has had that luxury. So no, if anything. Thing, there's an all-time high in uh, relationship breakups just because of of COVID. Yes, uh, you know a lot of people. <laughs> that is my understanding right? as well. A lot of people love each other until you realize that you've got to spend uh, more time together and share space together. Yeah, my understanding when uh, the first wave was over in uh, China, that divorce rates went through the roof. So, uh, you know, if you're if you're listening to this and debating going into uh, law school or you're just about done and you can specialize in divorces, you know, might not be bad. You know, wave two, wave three of COVID, you could be really rich. For sure, hundred uh, percent, and you know, definitely with the the relationship uh, experts out there, they're they're obviously business is booming. Yeah, for sure. Wonderful. Uh, we have uh, two fantastic guests today, uh, but they they are technically as one. Uh, we have a wonderful duo uh, out of the uh, the Texas area, and uh, their band is called Wildfire. Ladies, how are you doing today? Hello. Wonderful. Thank so, you so much for having us on. We're doing well. Wonderful. We I, I should probably actually state uh, your name so people don't just think that, that you're a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes. we, we, we have uh, Kayla and Kelly. And I, I'm sorry, your last name, is it Lutzwig? Yitzwig. Lutz, okay. Yitzwig. Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't 100% sure if that was a, an L or an I. Um, it, it seems yeah, that it's an I. It is an I. Okay, yeah, you know, like that uppercase L, uh, lowercase I kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> always a common mistake. <laughs> well, I gotta say, um, your uh, so we, we actually I came across when the one of the reasons uh, we had you on the show is because I was uh, listening to some music out there and uh, came across your uh, video and I was just absolutely floored by your performance and uh and also a, how how young you both are uh maybe you can tell our our audience uh how old are you um kayla i am 17 and this is kelly i'm 16 wow and and to 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 be uh so i i think that's what the, with the the music industry i mean more and more artists are becoming so much younger and yeah you know, it's uh, it's amazing. So did you grow up in a, uh, a musical family or a, a, do you have like a, a large musical background? Um, yeah. So our dad, you know, played, he started playing guitar doing music at like age 15. And our mom has, 
you know, all those been dance, drill teams. So I would definitely say there's an RC music background for sure. And that probably honestly persuaded us like unconsciously to go into like dancing and music. Yeah, we were kind of just brought up with lots of like instruments around and, you know, musical theater. So we ended up just kind of doing it, I guess. Yeah, like naturally. When can I ask, did you realize like, hey, our stuff is really good and we can actually do something with this and let's do that? Yeah, so we took vocal lessons um, when Kelly was about five, I was about seven. Um, and then, you know, eventually there was this competition at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo called Rodeo Rockstar. Um, and we did it separately the first year, but then our vocal teacher was like, hey, why don't you guys pair up for this next year and sing together? You know, you're good at harmonies. Uh, and so we took up on the offer. And from there on out, we just started playing out anywhere we could. And, you know, eventually it just grew to this. So, yeah. You know, and I was going to ask you with uh, with that, as as siblings, how originally that, it, we're, we're, because you said you, you started with vocal lessons together, or that you were, you were both doing vocal lessons. Was, was it ever just one of those chances that, you know, one of you were starting to sing around the house, and then as siblings often do, the next one kind of jumps in and starts singing and, and getting excited, and, and then you realize that you, you harmonize well together? Or was it just because someone uh, from the industry said, boy, you two should sing together? Yeah, I mean, I would say I was doing like sports and cheer, and then I saw Kelly doing a performance once, and I was like, wow, this looks like so much fun. It was actually Willy Wonka, um, and she was performing a part in it, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I want to start doing singing. So my parents enrolled me in dance musical theater, and that's how we both started singing. I mean, Kelly was always a little bit more into the dance and musical theater and all that kind of stuff. And I just joined in. Um, and then from there on out, I mean, we were just taking vocal lessons every week and just really progressing. So now that you're kind of, uh, well, you've got music videos and CDs and albums and you guys are amazing. Um, do you still take vocal lessons? Like do people who have kind of made it or on their way to like the, the big times, you still go to vocal lessons? Yeah, we still definitely think there's so much room to grow in our voices, and we do um, currently take voice lessons with an amazing teacher. Nice, good. Do do you ever worry because your age that 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 your voice will will change, that it'll all of a sudden become difficult to keep that same sound, or do you feel that uh, it's one of those things that you will uh, be able to shape and grow with? Yeah, I definitely think it's something you can shape and grow with because, I mean, the female voice actually doesn't fully mature till the age of 30 years old. Oh, wow. So I didn't it'll know that. Definitely, yeah, it'll definitely change over the next um, 15 years. For me. Yeah, but I definitely think there's room to grow and it'll only, like, go up from here as long as we keep on working on it and, you know, keep progressing. Yeah, each year, Tally and I go through a stage where, you know, her voice will be changing and then another time my voice will, and we just have to adjust to that because there is like a three-month period where we can't, you know, maybe hit the high notes and chest voice that we were once hitting or we need to, we can sing a little bit lower than usual. And, you know, we're so young, so I, that's super, super normal. So we just adapt to it as it happens. Yeah. Do, do, now, do you, do you have to, like, take a bit of a hiatus when these things happen? Are you just like, no, we got to roll with this and... and uh and, and keep trying, you know, flexing the, those vocal skills uh, uh, as far as possible. We always roll with it. Usually if, you know, say I couldn't um, sing maybe a high note, Kelly will just take it over. 
Okay. Um, so we always find a way to fix it just because we don't really want to stop performing or anything. So, yeah. Can I ask, do you guys go caroling? Like, do you treat the neighborhood? Do you, do you walk around and get hot chocolate and carol at Christmas time? Um, we would, but in our area, that is just not a thing that happens. Oh. Um, there's, I've never seen anyone caroling. It, we live in, like, uh, very, very South Texas, and it's very, you know, hot here during the winter, probably around, like, 80 degrees. So, wow. yeah, we don't, I don't know, people, you know, they celebrate Christmas, of course, but there's not tons of... You know, like you see in the Hallmark movies, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's where yeah. we live. That's yeah, where yeah. we live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, in the, we're in that Hallmark area. <laughs> no, I love that. Awesome. We really want to go to like a small town one year for Christmas that goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, you know, like I, I always struggle um, with not having snow around for Christmas. Uh, and of course, the way the environment has been, uh, it's, of course, it's, it's all over the map. Sometimes we have snow for Christmas. Sometimes it's a green Christmas. But I never really understood in like, especially in the southern southern states when it is so hot and there is absolutely no like form of, of snow in any way, uh, how that's uh, that celebration. I guess if, if you're born in that area, it, it's just what you're used to. Um, but and you're not it, celebrating snow. No, I know, but it's it's all part of the feeling, right? <laughs> um, but no, it, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Right, because everybody grows up on the same movies where it's like, oh, it's snow and Santa and Christmas and all these amazing things. Uh, nobody shows a move a Christmas movie in you know Texas. <laughs> you know, you just don't oh, generally yeah. see that. <laughs> Unless, of course, Texas not. has their own Christmas movies that I am not unaware of. It can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I totally can see that. It did rain uh, three years ago here, but not on Christmas. It was like in January. Oh, December. Okay. Yeah, it was in like early December, I guess. It does get a little cooler here during like February time period. But, you know, it, before that one time that it snowed three years ago, it hadn't snowed for 10 years before. Wow. So. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So switching streams a bit, just because just because I want to know. So uh, clearly you guys are high school age. What do your friends think? Like, are you celebrities at high school? Or are you just like the normal kids who, you know, have CDs and, you know, go jump up on stage and sound like angels? Or, you know, what is that like for you? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. I definitely wouldn't say celebrities. Um, I try to keep it. Kayla does online school, but I try to keep it as normal as possible. Like, I don't even bring any of this up because I just want to I don't know I just want to like be normal <laughs> and I don't think it's like crazy or anything that we have a platform we took this path it's just like I don't know I feel like school's a different environment and I'd rather just keep my school life in this life kind of like separate so I can you know not you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah 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 that's very very it's, well planned out of you definitely I would say the same for me of course, we do have friends that, you know, are like they, you know, do YouTube or they do like TikTok or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're popular on the platform. And that's, you know, it's so normal. I think people may think, oh, like they probably, you know, talk about, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I don't know what people think, but yeah, we're so normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to know for sure. Can I ask a question that sounds silly maybe? Um, never been to Texas, but uh, is there really big hair down there? Like everyone's like, oh, everything's bigger in Texas. What is that about? Um, yeah, definitely things are bigger. I don't know what. I guess Texans take a lot of pride in the fact that we could just be a country if we wanted to. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. A little more complicated than that, but, <laughs> but um, everything definitely. There's tons of Texas Pride. People are always wearing like the football games are huge. People are always wearing some kind of football team on their shirt or like Texas Waffles, Buckies, HEB. It's insane. But um, the hair definitely, because of humidity, I'd say is big. Mine definitely is big. <laughs> yeah. The humidity but we is like seventy percent. To a hundred every single day. Wow, that's oh, wow. high. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So it must be quite a process then for you when you're when you're doing your videos because you don't look like you've got like that Dolly Parton hair happening or like you're humid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right now I'm actually checking the weather weather just because I was wondering, and it is six thirty four, ninety seven degrees, and the heat index is a hundred and eight. So, oh, wow. Cool. But you kind of just get used to it. Like, I yeah, yeah. The heat coming every year. And the winters are super nice. Like, it's like fall. Okay. That's not bad. I can get behind that for sure. Fall all the time or for <laughs> a couple seasons? No, it's, it's fantastic. Like, oh my gosh, Christmas. But once Christmas passes, do you really want snow for like three more months? I don't. I personally <laughs> <Probably> don't. <laughs> no, you know, it's really funny. I'm, I'm one of those people that uh, the moment Christmas is done, the snow can go away. I, I I don't want people to run into my car. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've been in snow before, obviously, like in other states, like heavy, heavy snow, and it's just not very pleasant. Yeah. No, no. it's picturesque. It looks beautiful. Uh, it, it, it makes great photographs. Uh, it gives you that, that Christmas spirit. But once Christmas is done and, and you've got all that uh, shopping remorse done and you've got a bunch of gifts that you don't necessarily need, uh, you know. You, I you need just, all the gifts. She loves all the gifts. Give me the gifts. <laughs> when when you're um, performing, uh, do you find that there are any hurdles or anything that you have to get over? Like when your audience shows up, I mean, are they expecting when you first started, were they expecting someone so young? hard to say I mean I think people that follow us you know know us we do lots of Instagram lives and we do you know where they can talk to us ask questions go live with us and stuff and then we also post like weekly blogs on our YouTube channel so people get to know us that way Mm -hmm. so I think when they show up they kind of know what they're expecting but people that may just be at the venue for another reason uh, possibly to see another artist playing I guess they don't expect us to be so young most people say, you know, we look like, you know, early 20s, 18 to 20, something like that. So it's true. It's true. Think, you do. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was I, I was actually quite uh, I was quite surprised um, when you are uh, again, when we were talking about uh, like concerts and stuff like that. Do do you find that there's any major hurdles that you have to get over with the venues? Yeah, yeah, sometimes there is. Sometimes the stages are very, very small. Um, you see that a lot at venues where there's multiple stages. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, there's, you know, talking more technical, there's not enough plugins. You know, there's the mics are cutting out. Yeah. All that kind of stuff is so normal. You just kind of have to expect it. Uh, a lot of the times they won't be able to provide in ears sometimes, which are, you know, where you can kind of hear yourself, the sound guys you know mess up your sound there's so many hurdles yeah (laughs) wow do you guys still get nervous or do you feel kind of old hat at it now or do you kind of have to take that deep breath before you start playing or get out there or what's that like for both of you we haven't actually played live since march i believe when covid you know became where everyone had to quarantine so but we do like lives every week 
So I don't know. That's interesting to think. Like, I wonder when we go back if I'm going to be like, oh, this is, I haven't done this in a while. But, you know, we have rehearsals. So the only time I, so no, I do not get nervous. Usually the only time I ever get nervous is singing the national anthem. Yes. Yeah, that one's tough for you guys, right? It's such a beautiful song, but uh, people are really, I find in the States, you'll see a lot of different feedback on different artists who perform it. And uh, it can be really, uh, really challenging, but it's it's so gorgeous, right? So in a def- bunch of different uh, variations of it. But yeah, so that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. So many artists have their own take on the national anthem. They want to perform it differently, even, you know, they still use the same words, but because they try and so, so many different ways to, to match their singing style of course that uh sometimes it fails horribly and people get uh, oh, yeah. uh very upset about it so do you guys try to just sing it you know normally and do the best you can or do you try to put your own edge on it uh we usually stick you know to the books like we i mean we do do harmonies you know because we are a duo but we don't change rhythms or anything like that good yeah sometimes the the old way is the best way Yep. Who do you guys compare yourself, you know, most with? Like how, um, or let me rephrase this. How do you think your sound compares to artists that are already out there? Not how, but like, who do you think you compare or align with um, as far as all of the big, uh, big ones? I know who, as soon as I heard you, I was like, oh, I know exactly who they sound like. Um, But Anthony thought it was somebody else. I want to hear it from you first, and then we'll let you know who we think you guys sound like. Yeah, so I think there's two parts to this. If you're talking about sound and singing, I think probably, you know, just because we do country pop, I would say like Maddie and Tay, I'm sure, is what a lot of people would think. Um, and then as, as far as writing styles, um, I think we align a lot with Sasha Sloan. She's an incredible uh, songwriter. Also, Julia Michaels, their songwriting styles are like pretty much very similar to ours. So. When I heard, uh, I listened to uh, a couple different songs that were available, and I was just like, it has such a Taylor Swift. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, I couldn't believe, you know, Anthony's like, oh, listen. And, you know, he's really excited and really, uh, really, you know, wow, these girls are awesome. And, you know, I'm going to have them on the show. And, uh, you know, so we we took a listen, and I was like, wow, such talent. And for me, I totally heard, you know, some Carrie Underwood. I think that's who Anthony yeah. was like, oh, yeah. you're Carrie Underwood. And, you know, I was like, wow, this is Taylor Swift. You know, like, not clearly um everyone has their different style and different rhythm and different edge on things but i was like wow like this is uh you guys need to be really proud of yourself uh you, i see really bright bright future ahead for you guys for sure for sure in the industry and you know i think a lot of people have a tendency to forget that taylor swift came from from those country roots that that all her music oh, yeah was country to start with so and then and then went more pop progressively uh and and you girls are coming out of the gate very uh pop country yeah definitely we have been um compared to Taylor Swift quite a lot over the years Mm -hmm. um and I think yeah definitely like her older stuff does sound similar to ours um so yeah I could understand that well, I definitely think that uh, you ladies have uh, definitely got the, the, the sound and uh, the presence to, to go uh, just as far, if not farther, uh, than, than Taylor Swift and, and what she's done with hers. Uh, so, uh, again, an amazing artist. Uh, you girls are, are well on your way. Um, it's, uh, it's quite amazing actually too. And I, and I was, I was actually quite excited when I was, uh, heard, heard your sound. And I have to admit from someone who was not a country music fan 
to begin with. He hated it. I, I forced I, him to listen. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It, it took me it took me some time uh, to, to kind of come around. And uh, I think it's just because I found country music used to always have that same kind of repetitive uh, twang of of, um, you know, uh, heartbreak and, and uh, loss uh, and and, uh, you know, sorrow as opposed to that upbeat um you know, uh, I'm not going to uh, let it get me down kind of uh, attitude. You know, and I've always looked at country music as uh, just reflections of real life. You know, I find sometimes with some of the more mainstream stuff that's not country, you know, I'm like, what are they even singing or talking about? This is just repetitive, which is okay. I can get into that. But um, certainly country music really, I think, touches your soul. And especially, you know, with you guys and singing together and the, the harmony that creates like that, I feel like speaks to your soul. Like it really gets in there. And um, yeah, you, you can actually like... Um, impact people's emotion and really pull from that right so i think that when you listen to sort of your brand of music and your type of music i think that it really touches people uh really emotionally right i, I think that you can get like a deeper um resonation you know with with music like that oh yeah definitely yeah where do, where do you draw a lot of your own personal info um uh, inspiration when you're when you're creating your songs when you're writing your own yeah so of course you know, we're very young, so it's changed a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. um, currently, though, I could say I am listening to lots of indie pop. That's like been my thing lately, indie pop rock. I just love it. Um, bands like Dayglow, Wallows, Group Love, so, so great. Love their music. Oh, it's excellent. It's it's nice to see you, you pulling from uh, more indie as opposed to the mainstream things. Yeah, definitely. Have you guys ever hit a block yet? Have you ever had like a creative block or almost like writers, you know, they talk about writer's block. And if you have, have you gotten past that? Uh, yeah, I definitely think it happens like, pretty often with writers. But I mean, most of the songs that we write are fueled through personal experiences. So obviously over the quarantine, I've been like fooling from the past with writing. Because <laughs> yeah. um, nothing has happened recently that's that interesting, but... Yeah, I think as you learn and grow, you have more to write about, and that's less likely to happen. But, you know, we're 15 and 17. We've experienced a lot, but we haven't experienced our whole life yet. So, yeah, sure. but uh, writer's block is not something, you know, it's so awful when it comes. You just feel, like, bad about yourself. But, you know, when it does go away, it's such a great feeling. So, now, do you do you yeah. bounce off each other some ideas when you're writing? Like, do you do this together or does like one of you like take the reins and say, no, I'm going to write this song and this is what I'm thinking about or feeling about at this time. What do you think? Yeah, I think we both usually will write, you know, ideas on our own and come together or if we're just sitting around and one of us thinks of an idea, to start writing it. And we always are bouncing ideas off of each other. I think we're we, we're such a good team. You know, I really, really trust Kelly's opinion. I think she really trusts mine. So I really, really appreciate working with her. That's amazing. It's amazing that you're family and can have that connection and that you actually have that resource right beside you, right? Um, so you can yeah. sort of like, hey, I was thinking about this last night over, you know, morning breakfast, right before school or something. No, that's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You're really lucky to have that sort of in-house, right? So mm -hmm. what what's big time for you guys? Like when, when you guys kind of sit around and go, okay, like where are we taking this and what's our what's our goal? What What is that for you guys? Like when are you going to say like, wow, we finally did this or that? What is that for you? Um, let's 
see. I think probably winning Female Vocalist of the Year at the Josie Music Awards. That was so, so rewarding for us. Uh, Kelly, when we got announced to the award, she didn't actually have her shoes on. So <laughs> we were just like, she was throwing them on. We were running up there because, you know, that's just totally, we, the thing with us is we never really expect anything, you know, it's just, it's always been appreciation, you know, over expectations. We're just always trying to hope for the best, but if it doesn't happen, we're not going to be let down. So everything's pretty much a surprise to us. And I think it's a great way to live. It's 100% a great way to live, to just have that uh, outlook at things that like you're just taking things as they come. You have no high expectations that put too much pressure on yourselves. It's it's more of like this is this is your day to day life and you're living it and you're enjoying it. And uh, when you were mentioning how with school and how you, you know, you, you kind of go in as like, I just want to do school. I want to have my friends. And I think it's an excellent way to to perceive where you're going. Uh, and that's often remembering is where you come from. Yeah, definitely. The other thing I was going to ask you, and this is a little bit more of like a, a sibling uh, thing, is uh, now have you always been like great friends and partners kind of in crime or or were you, uh, as most siblings are, are often at each other sometimes? Um, when we were younger, we were definitely not, we didn't get along the best. Um, <laughs> But, you know, as we've grown up and matured, I think we get along really, really well. I mean, in real life, like, we are, like, best friends. We do everything together. We go get food together. We, you know, hang out every day. So that's always great to, you know, help build the relationship. Uh, you know, of course, we do disagree at some points. I think that's very normal. But, yeah, definitely when we were younger, we were always arguing, as far as I know. Do, do you ever get to a point where you're at a show and, and there's still that one argument about someone's decided to dress differently or dress the same? And you're like, really, is, is that what you're going to do? Um, You know, yeah, because we try to match a lot. So there might be a point where, you know, before I go on stage, I'm thinking, man, she could have just worn this shirt instead or something but yeah <laughs> yeah i get over it. More, so. more of that sisterly advice. T typical life stuff <laughs> I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Um, do you have, so you're, you're basically saying that uh, you're very heavy into social media, which of course at, at, at this age is, is uh, very popular for everybody. Uh, do you find that as a, a great way to, do you use it more for friends or is it at this point now you're, you kind of keep to certain social medias for, for the fan base? 100%. I think we used to keep our personal Instagrams like private or whatever, but uh we, you know, have them public now and everything. Our wildfire account on every social media platform has always been public just because that is like our forefront of the band. Mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, got into TikTok a lot this year and, you know, or at least, you know, Kelly and I both did. We built up like a following on there. So we did open up our Instagram accounts and, you know, have lots of fun supporters on there that we really appreciate. So uh the only social media i would say that we keep private though is snapchat just i don't know okay. i feel like maybe at some point we will make it public but yeah. it's really <laughs> yeah. hard when images and, are getting out there right like there's some yeah. things that you might do jokingly or with a friend and then suddenly it gets taken out of contest or or context or it goes 100%. around somewhere and it, then suddenly it's such a nightmare yeah so i mean i don't really have anything to hide it's just that like my friends i like like, I have a Finsta, which is like a fake Insta, or is that what it's Yeah, called? fake Insta. Yeah, people just use the word me saying it without not knowing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's, 
kind of just for my friends and it's private and a lot of people that follow like my account, a lot of supporters and some wildfire have requested it. And I just don't want to, you know, it's kind of an account where I just post stuff for my friends. And that's definitely, I mean, it's so important to keep a lot of your life private when you're on social media because I mean, the private stuff in your life is really what you end up treasuring the private relationships, the private friendships. Um, And I also like to keep, you know, our family pretty private and, I don't know. I just think it's important to me personally to keep a lot of the access private, but we do share a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, you know, I value like my personal life a lot. (laughs) That's good. I mean, and and as you continue to to move along and and continue to put out videos and and rise up the ranks, I think it's a lot of uh, the the celebrities who do well uh, are the ones that keep a very separate life. Uh, and I give them yeah, a lot of credit. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, that's a lot of credit because then, you know, once the more popular you become, suddenly people are shoving cameras in your face and uh, it's it's really hard to, uh, to to separate that. And when you go home, you know, you've got friends posting out or you, you get the trolls out there posting on, on social media. And for a lot of people, it can it's not always a high. It can bring a lot of people down. Do oh, you, yeah, for sure. Do you find, um, like, do you... Do you uh, answer back fans on on your social medias yeah all of them usually uh of course i'm sure some go unread and we don't see but the majority i try to answer kelly and i do it i'm wondering while i have you guys on here um what um are you are you hoping to influence any cause or the world or any sort of greater good uh, with your music and your sound and sort of your your influence on social media because of course the more you grow you're going to be able to have that power but it's also kind of a responsibility at the same time and have you guys thought about that oh 100 i think uh if we you know hopefully do like leave a legacy here in the music space, um, in the social media space, I think it will just be inspiration and, you know, knowing that you can truly, truly do anything, you know, cause I feel like, uh, you know, different things that happen in life, like trauma, you know, that doesn't discriminate. Right. So everyone can experience that. So no matter where you come from, there's going to be something in your life that happens that you don't plan on. Right. And that can be an obstacle in reaching your goals and everything. And I just think pushing past that and persevering is just a great, great way to live. And it's going to give you so much knowledge and life. And of course, talking more about organizations, um, every year we sing at the Do the Right Thing Convention, which is just anti-bullying, anti-violence in the community. Um, Because we do, you know, we're close to a city, there's can be violence in school there's bullying so we just love that we love to hear everyone's stories when we perform there i think it's such a great cause and we're gonna plan on keep on doing it so wow that's really inspirational guys really inspirational it's it's amazing being at that particular age and and being in school when of course bullying is so heavy and so high and uh, the fact with uh, technology and cyberbullying being such a big issue right now um, being a stand-up and being an advocate for for anti-bullying is, is a wonderful thing to do and and hopefully you of course can uh, bring some positive influence in the, during all that definitely I, I really really hope to yeah um, how how does your family with all of uh, with all this this new uh, spotlight being on you? Yeah, so, you know, our infant family, parents, 
uh, grandparents, they're all, they all think it's very normal just because we, at least I think they do think <laughs> it's normal. Uh, of course our parents do, uh, they live with us all the time. So, but you know, I do think extended family doesn't, you know, maybe understand it as well. They are just kind of confused possibly, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I mean, this is like not the norm, right? And I'm okay with that. We still, you know, have family gatherings. It's chill. But I do think probably, you know, they do think it's a little different, which is fine. Yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, not for everybody. Not everybody understands, uh, you know, why people get into the, into the business uh, at a, a certain age of life or, or even at all for many people. So I think, um, you know, it's uh, you, again, you're doing uh, wonderful work and, and uh, you know, you've got your uh, priorities uh, definitely set straight. And the fact that you're still continuing uh, to, to do school and, and just be yourselves in every day. It's a, uh, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, good job, guys. A lot of people aren't able to manage that, right? Or the one life really impacts the other. And, you know, then you hear like awful stories about people losing themselves. But it seems like you guys are really grounded. So congratulations on that. It's no small feat. Yeah, thank you. Wonderful. Now, do you, uh, with all your, your social media and out there, uh, would you like to uh, to pitch that so uh, people know how they can get in touch with you uh, and, um, and and maybe even uh, be able to pick up your music? Or uh, I, I was going to say, tell us where to get all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are in every single music streaming platform, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music. So uh, if you just search up Wildfire or you search up one of our song titles, it'll come up. We're just the two girls that look alike, as a lot of people say. (laughs) Um, They think we're twins, but we're not, just to clarify. Um, But yeah, so you can find us there. Then as far as social media goes, we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. All of our usernames are just Wildfire Things. Um, The only one that's different is Twitter, and that's Wildfire Singers. Um, But yeah, and then we have our personal accounts. Mine, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter are just Kayla Yitzwig, and then Kelly's are Kelly Yitzwig. So go check it out. Perfect. Awesome. I hope everybody does. These girls are amazing. Yeah, definitely check out the videos, uh, pick up their music, uh, you know, always support your your local artists as well as artists abroad. Uh, ladies, you, you do a wonderful job. We are very, very happy to have you on the show and uh, to give us a, a bit of your time. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Well, we look forward to... Uh, trying with the, this technological age uh, to circle back around with you ladies uh, maybe in the winter or into the new year for and... Christmas caroling hey <laughs> yes yes maybe we, we can do a, a little Christmas episode and have you ladies back and uh, for our uh, listeners out there who of course uh, have been asking for a little bit more of the uh, visual to, to do a, a video uh, stream with you yeah sounds great that'd be wonderful i will put on my best ugly sweater and uh and a, a christmas toque and a cup of a hot cocoa when we will uh we'll do christmas carols together all right <laughs> look forward to it <laughs> thank you ladies for your time and we hope that you have a wonderful evening thank you guys so much you have a great evening too thank you take care bye bye so this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website, thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is thefap4. You can get us on Instagram is thefappodcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the freaking awesome podcast, and uh, you can always reach out via email, thefappodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, not again. Wicked sweet. Eh. <laughs>